Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Veterinary Advice, Animal News and Views, the place for pets and the people who love them, sponsored by webdvm.net, typed into your browser as web-dvm.net, the online veterinary information portal for dog and cat lovers. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a while since I've spoken to you. In fact, it's been since June. It has been a long, crazy summer. I am getting to experience summer with young children, four and seven years old, respectively. And wow, how time-consuming that is. Also, very excited that I am adding a new wing to my hospital in the midst of a very much-needed expansion. But of course, that has been very taxing on my time as well. Of course, I miss my audience. I miss talking to you. And I am happy to be back. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about a very important topic. Specifically, I'll be talking about tumor removals. We remove tumors all the time in my business. Things that abnormally grow, either inside of pets or on pets, such as on their skin, eyelids, what have you. We are constantly removing tumors. And what I want to talk to you about tonight is the importance of having them sent out. And I have one case in particular that really showcases that importance and why saving the couple hundred bucks to send it off and get a diagnosis could be very problematic. So from a medical perspective, of course, whenever we're taking something off, you know, I can look at something, I can take an educated guess as to what it is, I can do what's called a fine needle aspirate, or I poke the mass with a, a small gauge needle, squirt some of the material I get out onto a slide, look at the cellular makeup, and try to enhance my educated guess or hypothesis as to what the mass may be. But even that has limited value at times because you're getting a very tiny sampling of what realistically is a much larger mass. Figure this, take a mass just the size of a pencil eraser. Well, I stick a little needle in that. I'm taking a very small sample of it. So there could be some cells or many cells that are not representative of that small sampling that I'm getting. So even fine needle aspirin and cytology that I could do right in-house has its some limitation as to its value. So from a medical perspective, <clears throat> if I'm taking on taking off a mass, of course, as a doctor, I really want to know what it is because that can help me to be proactive versus reactive down the road. If other things start to manifest, we know why and can act quickly, or maybe it's in the best interest of the pet to act right away based on the diagnosis. Say if it's um, an early stage cancer or something of that nature, sometimes some simple measures can go a long way towards increasing the longevity of that pet, but also preventing recurrence. Um, certainly, if even in the case of aggressive cancers, you can stave off their return by sometimes doing some very simple things. Or in the case of some pet owners, they want to, they would be interested in a referral to a veterinary oncologist for cancer management. But at any rate, <clears throat> here's the rationale I commonly get when I'm taking off a mass and I include in the treatment plan, which also itemizes the cost of everything we're doing is, well, Doc, <clears throat> if it's cancer, what can I do anyway? So what's the point of sending it out? Well, my answer to that is exactly what I just said. Well, the point of sending it out is, well, number one, for the mere low 
price of about $200. If it comes back benign and my surgical margins are clean, you get the peace of mind of knowing that surgery was curative and we have nothing to worry about. Peace of mind can be priceless. You know, for 200 bucks, to me, it's worth it. Of course, you know, $200 is not easy for everybody to come up with. But again, you can't put a price on peace of mind. Secondly, of course, there's all the things I already talked about. Is there additional measures that need to be taken? Simple measures, perhaps, or maybe we need to get more aggressive. But whatever the case, if we don't send it off, we just don't know what we're dealing with. So let me just talk about one particular case I had recently. The dog had been seen by another veterinarian. And there was a mass up near the armpit that was taken off. And he did recommend sending it off, but this owner's rationale was, well, if it's cancer, what can we do about it anyway? And this veterinarian, and I wasn't there to hear the conversation, and sometimes things get lost in translation, but it sounded to me like this veterinarian turned and said, well, you know, that's a good point. No worries. (laughs) It didn't really seem to me, again, based on the hearsay of this client, to take the opportunity to explain the importance of sending it off and what that information can do for us. Well, lo and behold, six months later, a mass further down the arm grew that per the owner was similar in character to the original mass. For whatever reason, she decided to come to me, came to my hospital, and I looked at the mass and I had asked her, well, what was what was the previous mask? I saw the scar from the last surgery that was further up the arm, and I asked her, what, what was the diagnosis on that? She goes, well, we never sent it off, so I don't know. And then it, she explained to me, of course, why what her rationale was, what have you. But here's the, the interesting thing. I did not know if this new mask was related to the previous mask. Now, the owner noted that it was similar in character, but still, that's hardly evidence that there might be a relation. And then when I did a, site, uh, a fine needle aspirate of this mass and I looked under a microscope, I determined that this, was, this mass had what were called spindle cells. And spindle cells are often indicative of a type of mass called a sarcoma, which are unique in that sarcomas are surgically curative in most cases the challenges with sarcomas are they can be very invasive to the tissue. The challenge is getting clean surgical margins. Sometimes you'd have to get quite deep and they readily invade very vital structures. So I guess the point is I didn't didn't know how aggressive I needed to get with this tumor because if it was related to the previous tumor, it would have meant that there was a communication from that old scar to this new mass, potentially via a vein or a another blood vessel or a, a lymphatic vessel that, you know, I, you know, do I need to treat both the old scar and this mass as one big mass if I have any real opportunity to get all of this thing. So the way I saw it was we only had one shot at it. So, you know, not knowing I had to get very aggressive with this mass this time around. And I explained to the owner, you know, if it, if, if I'm not going to get aggressive, there could be no point in doing this. But not knowing what that previous mass was, I don't know if they're related or not. So I go through this surgery, which was very, very involved, quite invasive. I had to remove tissue that was surrounded, uh, or not surrounded, but that was surrounding 
a major nerve in the arm called the radial nerve. The radial nerve is responsible for innervation of all the extensors of the body. So the the dog's entire ability to bear weight, to push against gravity, to extend that arm, is predicated upon the integrity of the radial nerve. So here I am having to really painstakingly dissect around this thing when, you know, if the masses were not related, I really probably didn't need to do that. But not knowing, had no choice. There's no way of, of, of doing it any, in any other manner. Well, at any rate, everything did ultimately go well. The dog recovered pretty expediently and ultimately did come back a sarcoma, like the cytology indicated. The surgical margins were clean. Here's the kicker. The mass ultimately did not seem to come from the old scar. There was no communication from the scar to the new mass. So at least according to the biopsy report, that original mass may have not been related at all to this new mass. In fact, it likely wasn't. So I did not need to get that aggressive. Um, Of course, we couldn't bet the dog's life on it, but, you know, therein harkens back to the importance of taking stuff off and knowing what we're dealing with. Here's another very good example. Um, This this isn't a particular case, but I've taken off, oh God, I, I think hundreds of these tumors. They're very common in dogs. They're called mast cell tumors. Mast cells are actually normal cells that live in the skin, and their function is to release histamine in cases of reactions. So allergic reactions are mediated by mast cells. Mast cells are very large round cells that have granules in them, and those granules are histamine. So whenever there is a rash or allergic reaction, it's mast cells involved. So very commonly, especially in boxers, pit bulls, you know, bull-type breeds, seen a few of these in dobies as well. You can really see them in any breed. They're so common. We see abnormal growths that emanate from this line of cells. Now there's different, each one is considered cancerous, but on different levels. There's grade one, grade two, grade three. Grade one mast cell tumors we, you know, basically consider benign and, you know, stop right there as long as we have clean surgical margins. Grade two, we consider those of mid-grade cancer and A follow-up with an oncologist is often recommended, but in cases where the owner is not wanting to do that, I will often do an anti-cancer tapering regimen of a medication called prednisone, so a steroid that is very effective in inhibiting the spread of uh, mast cell cancer. And I do it as a precaution. It doesn't rule out the possibility that they'll get another one down the road, but at the same token, with a grade two, it makes me more comfortable uh, once the incision is healed up to do a tapering course of, of, a, of a steroid. Grade threes, if I take one of those off, even with clean surgical margins, those are of quite a guarded prognosis. And really, if there's going to be any real chance of longevity for that patient, you know, referral to an oncologist is really the best way to go. And, and Cancer management in, in dogs and cats is very different from it is, the way it is in people. In people, the goal is eradication of the cancer, whereas 
in pets, it's the goal is more. Yes, we'd love to eradicate the cancer, but we're not gonna we're not gonna bring the pet to the brink of death in order to accomplish that, like we do in people. So, you know, quality trumps quantity all the time in veterinary medicine. If we cannot maintain quality of life, we're just not gonna do it. It doesn't make sense. So, what when we refer for cancer management? Yes, often there's chemotherapeutics involved. But chemotherapy in pets, you, you don't typically see the same level of you know, hair loss, uh, anemia, vomiting, and just poor health that chemotherapy tends to cause in people because we're using doses that the body can tolerate. Again, if there's no quality, there's no point. So what we're looking for is a significant, reasonable remission. Um, and depending on the cancer, you can achieve several months to even several years depending on what we're dealing with and so for many people it is worth it if you have a five-year-old dog with a grade three mast cell tumor you know five years old there could be a significant amount of life ahead for that dog it may be worth going for it again everybody feels differently about it but at least by sending off a mass that i take off i give that owner the opportunity of choice and they know what they're dealing with. And then if they decide ultimately, you know what, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to let things play out and let nature take its course. That's fine. But they they know and, and, and we can, to some degree, predict what that's going to be like and step in with things like humane euthanasia or palliative supportive care, if indicated, if and when the pet starts to show signs, we'll know why and where they're coming from. So I cannot beat this drum enough that, you know, saving that 200 bucks could really be not in the best interest of your pet and not, not in the best interest of you personally. So, um, you know, let's learn from this case, the first one that I spoke of, that it is uber important to send these things off and know what we're dealing with. Of course, like I said, I'm not writing that check. That is something the owner has to pay for. Those are laboratory fees. We're paying a pathologist to do that. And of course, it's not free. And if it's a matter of not doing the procedure at all because it's not affordable to send it off, well, no, I'd still rather take it off. But of course, I want to take it off and, and send it off as well. So just always bear that in mind because if you're listening to this you probably have a pet, I'm guessing, and whether you have a dog or a cat, there's a very good chance that pet may develop a tumor at some point. And so just always heed my words if and when that occurs, that if you want something removed, be sure to send it off. So I'm very pleased to be back. I thank you all for your patience. I see that the archive episodes have gotten a lot of listens since my little summer hiatus, but I am back and I will be coming to you regularly. I have a lot of material. It's been a long summer of cases and a lot of things I want to talk about. So I look forward to speaking to you regularly again now that my kids are back in school and life has come back to some semblance of normal. Thank you as always for caring about what I have to say and I will talk to you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.